Welcome to Morning Prayers and the continuation of our senior talks. We are uh, blessed today to have Sarah Assad, class of 16, from Lowell House here to um, speak uh, for Morning Prayers, and we uh, actually await her remarks. Um, for our psalm today, we'll be doing Psalter 9, so please join with us as we read responsibly. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. When my enemies turned back, they stumbled and perished before you. You have rebuked the nations, you have destroyed the wicked, you have blotted out their name forever and ever. But the Lord sits enthroned forever, he has established his throne for judgment. Good morning. 
my name is Sarah Hassan. I am a senior at Lowell House, concentrating in biomedical engineering. And it's a pleasure to be here today um, to share a few things that I want to share about my family. As many of my friends know, I'm one of five girls in my family. I have four sisters, three older, one younger, but no brothers. It is safe to say my parents are really hoping for a boy. I think after the fifth girl, they were either pretty content or probably thought better of it. Now I know what you'll say. Five girls, or your poor dad. I'm not sure if that was his reaction, but I know from the very beginning, he has always been thinking about us, always considering our education, always anticipating our challenges, and always envisioning our future. The five of us were born in the bustling city of Multan, Pakistan. Known as a city of Sufis, Multan remains a city blanketed with bazaars, mosques, shrines, and ornate tombs. Under the wings of my father's hard work, we lived a very comfortable life together with a steady source of income, an affluent lifestyle, and the respect of friends, family, and acquaintances. But then rather unexpectedly, in the spring of 2001, my parents decided to move 7,000 miles from Multan to a small town in Northern Virginia. Why? I often ask myself that question. Why did we leave behind a life of contentment and comfort for a life of uncertainty and anxiety? This story begins in 1972, the year my father turned 16. He was only in 10th grade when my grandfather unexpectedly passed away. Overnight, he transformed from an eager, studious schoolboy to a man hardened by his unlucky circumstances. As the head of his new household, he needed to support his grieving mother, recently divorced sister, her three children, and his own younger siblings. And so, instead of continuing his own education, he focused his attention on operating the family business, the Nobahar Electric Press. Nobahar, a new spring, as it's translated, was a bread and butter for a family for generations. It's a printing press that published everything from business cards to school books to wedding invitations. Through all these adversities, my father found solace in learning and studying. Even though he could not attend school by day, he completed his bachelor's degree by enrolling in night classes. Despite the uncertain future, that he faced, he made sure that all of his siblings also received and completed their education. In the years my father began to expand Nobahar, he also got married to my mother, a well-educated and the daughter of the principal of a women's college. After their fifth and final daughter, my father started thinking, what if something happened to me? Who would look after my family? Although Multan was a vibrant city, it was not exactly a progressive environment or an accommodating place for career-oriented women. In a country where less than 20% of women were in the labor force, my father understood that in the future, 
his girls would have difficulty attaining economic independence. Reflecting on his own difficult experience, he curtailed the expansion of Nobahar, sold the business, and decided to move his family to the US. And that's what we did. The seven of us moved from a spacious home to a cramped apartment. My father went from being the CEO of his enterprise to a production worker at a manufacturing company. He went from working 40 hours a week to more than 80, from a nine to five job that often ended at two in the morning. For the past 15 years, we've gone days without seeing him. There are weeks when we only see him on Sunday when he asks us, how are we doing? How are we adjusting? As the hopes of starting a business here dwindled, my parents decided to put their entire savings towards the down payment of our new home. My father found a quiet suburb on the outskirts of DC where the streets are lined with manicured lawns and tidy colonial houses. However, it wasn't the beauty of the neighborhood that attracted him, but the neighborhood's proximity to the best schools in the country. Now, from my own experiences, I've begun to understand the value my father continues to place on education. I stand in awe of all that he has done and the incredible strength he has shown time and again. He was willing to sacrifice his happiness and entire livelihood only to secure our education and independence. He knew it could have been possible in Pakistan, but he also knew he had a much better chance here. Today, I stand here because of him. He's not only my father, but also my role model, confidant, and my best friend. I hope that soon, his girls can give back with the same selflessness with which he, we have always grown up. Thank you. Please join in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Please stand as you're able for the hymn of the morning, number 189, This is Our Father's World.
people of God go forth in the knowledge of God's love and care and in a spirit of gratitude and peace. Be blessed today. <laughs>